The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to call into the show at any time, you got a question or a comment for Kate, try to keep it to the subject if you can, please. The number is 803-619-9855, 803-619-9855. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side of the page is Bradley's show from yesterday, so if you didn't get to see that and you'd like to check it out, please do so. You can do so up until 3 o'clock p.m., at which time he'll be live in that area, and this is Saturday, so Bradley will be on for two hours. By the way, I'd highly recommend you know watching what he had to say, listening to what he had to say yesterday, because, you know, I see some of this sometimes it goes on in the chat. I I see it even among the regulars who come in sometimes. Oh, there's just nothing we can do. Oh, it's just going to be like this. Oh, it's just this, that, and the other. And it's this defeatist attitude. And I'll tell you what, Bradley's got something to tell you in that. He's got something to tell you. You never see God's people with this defeated attitude You might see them repentant. You might see them broken. But the ones, the overcomers, and that's what we're called to be, right, in Christ Jesus, the overcomers are not those who are defeatist. Nope. Nope. They go forth in the name of the Lord and the power of His Spirit, and they believe that God is going to do for them what He did for their forefathers. And I'm talking about all through history, if they'll obey Him. Right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up or whatever device you've got there. Look for the Rumble icon. Click on that. Join us in the channel Rumble. we got a lot of friends in there this morning. Good morning, you guys. And uh, be sure to subscribe to the channel over there. The channel on Rumble is Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live. And uh, be sure to subscribe to that. Also on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page over there. And um, let's see. Okay, I've got this set up. Okay. Um Beforeitsnews.com, top of the page over there, and we want to thank Michael Roach uh, and his team for giving us a spot on their platform uh, and reaching the people over there. We really do appreciate it very much. Um, One of the things that we're going to be doing 
here is, uh, and I don't know why my phone ringer is ringing there, but uh, give me just a minute here. Um, right up under where we're streaming live is, remember, I'm a one-band show here, so I, I can't even screen the calls <laughs> see the things. So if you want to call back in just a minute, that's fine. We'll get you first right off the bat. Um, when you call back, if you'll uh, sign up for our email newsletter, that's right up under where we're streaming live on sons of Liberty media.com. Um, you get that once a day, all the articles from the day on sons of Liberty media.com, including the morning show archive. So all the stuff we're going to do today, uh, will also be on there as well. Boy, I'm getting all kinds of stuff here. Ugh. It's just crazy what's going on with your phone. Anyway, uh, gosh, I'm losing my spot here. Let's just get, get on a thing. If, whoever just called, if you want to call back, I'll pick it up. I was, you know, in the middle of doing the intro. It's kind of hard for me to do that. But if you want to call back right now, we'll get you right off the bat uh, and get that knocked out. Um, don't know if there was anything. I'm going to bring up some stuff in during the talk today. Now, you guys heard uh, I this the song there at the beginning uh, in our pre-show music. It was from our friend Casper uh, McLeod, and uh, he did a song uh, for Kate. And, you know, Casper's kind of an interesting fellow. We had him on the show before. He's a, he's like in his 70s and still plays guitar like nobody's business. Um, and uh, he can he turns out an album. I don't know how how many months, <laughs> years or whatever he's doing. It's really interesting uh, what he can do. But he sent me that. Uh, the song he did for Kate, and I thought, well, that that'll be uh, entertaining. We'll play that in the morning. Maybe we'll do that every Saturday. I don't know. Maybe we'll do that with Kate coming on. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I'll have that in the archive. If you're interested in picking that up, uh, I want to talk to him about getting his uh, his you know lip sync right on his video. But uh, you know, his songs are are pretty neat, and he talks about real relevant stuff in his songs. I mean, he really does. What's going on in the world, and uh, you know, I, I just I find it very interesting and I'm I'm grateful that he sent it over to us uh, this past week. And he also sent me his album. He's turned out a new album already. Uh, so that's on there. So I'll have a link to those things there and you guys can uh, just uh, check that out. All right. OK. Now, as always, this is a Saturday and uh, we always have with us Kate Shimarani. Good morning. Good morning. We're just having a. A monsoon moment in the UK. The heavens have just opened uh, and it's raining. So uh, <laughs> really raining. There's cats dashing everywhere from, from the... Go Even Fat Dave moved fast. Uh, he's looking a bit scrawny lately. Uh, yeah, you know what? Just to follow on what you said about Casper. Casper's also authored loads of books. Wow. And he's a granddad. And he's always got his grandson. He sends me little videos. He um, He's out with his horse, Bob. He he just is an amazing, amazing man. And, and just in case the listeners don't know or they've forgotten, he was suffering from um, atrial fibrillation where the heart doesn't beat properly. So you don't get the chambers filling properly. It kind of flutters. And uh, he'd been suffering it and been on medication for, I believe, a decade. And he 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 collapsed on stage and two nurses couldn't, as I understand it, revive him. And so cat meowing from somewhere. And uh can you hear that? I Get can't hear it. Now, you stupid cat. <laughs> um, and a, a, a pastor came and began praying over him. 
and he recovered and he was perfectly all right. And when he recovered, his atrial fibrillation had gone and never returned. And that's fact, which is quite incredible. Yeah. Uh, quite incredible story. And um, so I, I have a lot. We do a show on a Wednesday night, Casper and I, um, where we, we pick a topic and he does the spiritual aspect and I do like the health as- aspect. And it's kind of cool because they have doctors coming on there just listening. And uh, which then makes me feel a bit like I'm not worthy. Why am I on here? <laughs> but anyway, it's do join us. Um, um, he charges for that. You know, we've all got to eat, especially me. Um, so it, it's it, he is a really cool man and he's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. This I don't know how he's got all these hours in the day. Yeah, he's a busy guy. And I know uh, in my conversations with him, uh, he's talked about how busy he is. And then he finds time to ride horses and do other stuff too. So, uh, yeah, he's a busy, but he's he's kind of like Bradley. I mean, Bradley's doing uh, 50,000 things uh, during the day. Um, and most people think that uh, I maybe think that I'm just sitting here eating bonbons and stuff like that. But I, and I'm not either. I'm doing your beard. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm growing my beard. It's like watching the grass grow. You're just sitting there eating bonbons and brushing your beard all day. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. You know, I shared with people about your your thing on the humic and fulvic acid and things. And at the time, I'd, I I never was really, I guess, heavy, but I, I was a little overweight. And I think a lot of that happened when I got out of construction and I started sitting at this desk. So now I'm down about 20 pounds total from that, wow. which I'm glad. I, I mean, I'm right down about 170 or so. And I'm about as, and and all of it had gathered in right here in your belly region. It wasn't anywhere else. It was just right there. And um, so I'm, I'm glad that's. I bet your wife's glad as hell. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I just, and I don't understand it because sometimes I tell my boys, I said, I, I see some people I'll go out and especially some men and their bellies look like they're just stretched and hard. And, and I'm, I'm like, I know how I felt just having that little bit right there in my belly, it, it just made you feel awful. And, um, and I said, well, I can't they're, imagine. They're two types of fat though, because you've got that, some of that, those guys, you know, they put high fructose corn syrup in the beer mm. as well. And that's cylindrical, like a drum. It looks like a big rigid belly. Yeah. And they almost, they, they look like they're leaning backwards. Um, when, but then you've got that rolls of fat where they're like a bag of milk. different types of fat both bad for you yeah yeah well i mean that's what that's what i was sharing with them but anyway we've got we've got uh, a pretty interesting show ahead we're gonna you know yesterday we had um nick collarstrom if people didn't didn't get to see that what an interesting guy that guy is i didn't realize he had written so many books um so many things that he had brought out and i found i found him be very easy to talk to and um just just a great guy. So if people missed the the interview yesterday, you want to go back and check it. You can do that on a Rumble channel. You can find it on sonsalibritymedia.com. But today we're going to be talking about this Lancet uh, COVID autopsy study. And I think you and I are going to also get into the issue of how, um, or we were talking about it this morning, about how this ties in also with this. I don't know why I have that turned on um, here. Uh, Sean. Listen, she she's got she's got your email. <laughs> we sent the email twice. Uh, she's got your email, so I I, I don't want to take the call just for an email because we we've already sent it twice. But thank you for calling. Um, we, we're also going to talk about how this is 
some of this stuff is going into this trans delusional stuff too, if I'm not mistaken, because that was something we were talking about before. But this week we've had this issue with this Lancelot or this Lancet study that was published and then removed within 24 hours. Tell people what went on with that. Well, as I understand it, a group of, of doctors who probably, you know, four years ago would have been highly acclaimed, but just because they don't agree with the the narrative, like Dr. McCulloch, is they're no longer acclaimed. Because don't forget, you you can't speak out because then you become persona non grata. So they did this study and they proved in their study they well they they presented their findings. Uh, so so it would have been you know what they thought their hypothesis hypothesis then going down to their conclusion their uh, their findings first their results then they're concluding in it and they believed that um the deaths of all of those that were in the study over 70% of them i think it was was it 76 tim 74 74 74% of those were as a direct consequence of having the covid shots so they were very they were delighted that this was now being published in the lancet which has always stood as a beacon of um, whatever you want to say. All oh, these, they're just rags to me. But anyway, uh, and then it was peer reviewed. Well, who, who peer reviewed it? That's what we want to know. Who peer reviewed it? Generally, it's other doctors all patting each other on the back. Uh, and, you know, oh, yes, I'll review it. And I'll, I'll, once I've reviewed it, it becomes far more important. And that's what peer review is. You know, they peer review it and they agree with it and they agree with it. And then the more peer reviews it gets, then it's considered to be very valid and uh it was removed it was removed within 24 hours from the lancet and so so i suppose and if anyone's following me on twitter if you go onto my twitter feed yesterday i covered lots in that so so there's lots of questions there clearly the lancet is not that bastion of truth i suppose one could say if one wanted to um uh, and then you have to look at who funds, who are the funders of the Lancet. Um, and, I, and I think that's a, a really important point to get to. And you'll find that it's the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Telethon Italy, Breast Cancer Now, which is a charity in the UK, which um, I took on a couple of years ago, which is uh, they receive huge funding, Breast Cancer Now, from pharmaceutical companies that make the drugs for breast cancer. They don't put anything into, you know, nutrition. Anyway, that's my little bit dig. British Heart Foundation, the UK Department of Health and Social Care and the UK National Institute for Health Research. Cancer Research UK, those crocs. UK Department of International Development, Dunhill Medical Trust, UK Research and Innovation, European Centre for Disease Control, United Nations University. <laughs> Whenever you see the United Nations, it should leave a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> yes, it should. European Research Council uh, uh, versus Arthritis, Motor Neuron Disease Association, welcome. Parkinson's UK, Worldwide Cancer Research, the World Health Organization, including International Agency for Research on Cancer, the ARC, and Pan American Health Organization. That's who's funding the Lancet. So uh, I think it's something like... 78% of the advertising budget in the States comes from pharmaceutical companies. So they decide what gets um, published uh, anywhere, what gets on the TV. And also people are ringing me as well. 
well, what is this? Don't you all know I'm on the radio? <laughs> well, I don't um, mind people. I don't mind people calling. We put out the number, and that's fine. Uh, but we did address the the issue over the last two weeks with with the other. So I, I just want to make sure that we that yeah. we got that. So so one has to so if the advertising budget in mainstream media comes from pharma and it's such a high percentage, then they're going to decide what gets advertised. So who decides who gets what? The pharmaceutical companies decide who gets the top positions in medicine. They decide who gets the positions as you come down the chain of command. They decide what gets published in the medical magazines. And even if you can refute, then uh, completely refute what's being said unequivocally. Um, it doesn't matter if you say, no, that's not going to work, or we found uh, this problem with this device or this drug, then you could see your funding withdrawn. You could see you losing your license, losing your reputation, losing your job and losing your life. And that has happened. And Erin Elizabeth, partner of Dr. Joe McCola, has done wonderful few years of research and uh um, reporting on all these doctor deaths. Incidentally, I forgot yesterday about, and, and I and I saw it again on a post. The um, do you remember the pilot who wrote a fantastic book about nine eleven, and yeah. he was yeah. Then they shot him and his two kids and the dog. Mm. And I'd forgotten that was a book I remember, you know, from years ago because my husband was with the nine eleven Truth Coalition. My ex husband, gosh, for a minute there, I said, "Current," that made me even more scared. Anyway, <laughs> Um, so, so this is this is what you're dealing with. So they release it, and then they with, withdraw it. But again, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Um, a tacit agreement in law. They have to tell you. They're showing you. I'd go as far as to say, you know, they're yanking your chain. That's what I think, um, because of course that would give everybody enough time to download it, which they have, and have this study and put it everywhere. So it's like, yeah, yeah, look, you were right. You were right. But you know what? We're continuing because no one's going to stop us. Um, and and that takes me to, you know, what's behind those what's behind those deaths. So just let me tell you, I took a, a couple of things that happened this week. As God is my witness, I have no need to lie. And I, as long as I don't give you the names, I spoke to a girl who was a student nurse. I spoke to her right in front of me. She'd been a student nurse for about a year, a year and a half in the first two years of the, the, the pandemic. And she has uh, PTSD. She's completely traumatized by what she saw. And let me tell you what she saw. She saw elderly people having their food and water removed and her being ordered not to give them a drink. And she saw them desperately wanting food and drink and she saw them being given drugs to kill them. That's what she saw over and over and over again till she was so traumatized with the amount of death and what she was seeing, she left. She doesn't want to be a nurse at all. So that, and I've known this young girl for a long, long, long time. Anyway, uh, so then I took, a, I took a, a text and a phone call from another one of my patients actually. And doesn't matter as long as I don't say who it is, but her mother's just had a big subarachnoid brain hemorrhage. Mother-in-law, mother-in-law. Three jabs. She's had three jabs. She has no past medical history. She's fit and well, normally, not on any, not on any drugs. Um, no medical history, no high blood pressure, healthy and fit, doesn't smoke, doesn't drink, very active, on no medication. 
and she had three jabs. Now, yes, people do have subarachnoid hemorrhages. They do. People do have brain hemorrhages. We don't all live and die of old age. But this is not a one-off, is it? We're seeing this over and over again. Three jabs, three jabs, two jabs, four jabs. Now, um, Dr. Bhakti was doing an interview and he was talking about how inside these COVID shots, I believe he mentioned Pfizer, Moderna, it wasn't just one brand, uh, they'd found chromosomes, chromosomes. So you have 10 billion miles of DNA in one genome sequence, 10 billion. If you take a piece out or you put a piece in that shouldn't be there, or you get a piece from over to the right and remove it to the left, translocate it, completely changes who you are, changes who you are totally from the creator, your binary code, the encyclopedia that's in your pocket when you're born, everything that should be there. And we we see what anomalies do because you only have to have a slight change and you get Down syndrome. And so we have all of this and then we're told by these uh, people, these Satanists, that most of our DNA is junk. That's rubbish. It's not junk at all. The Lord doesn't make mistakes. Not like that. When people go, well, what about all these you know, disabilities. No, that's not the Lord making a mistake. That's man filthying up the pond that we're all in, that with the chemicals, the environment, the water. It's not, it's not the Lord. The Lord gave us everything. It's it's us uh that that contaminate the water that we're in, if you like. So so when you think that they are putting chromosomes in you. I was correct all along, not that I wanted to be correct, but those shots have the ability to change who you are from the creator. So it's not just that, it's the fact that they're not uh, clean, they're contaminated, uh, they're degrading, they're degrading because they weren't stored properly, because they weren't made properly and the vials, uh, compounding facilities weren't uh, always done properly. And a lot of people died because of the initial toxicity from those lipids that aren't lipids. Um, and they were they were all different. Well, how can they be different if they're telling us it's a deadly virus? If it's a deadly virus and they're vaccinating you to save your life, why would they all be different and varied amounts? Why would there be any placebos? They wouldn't. So that's quite interesting because that goes on to the whole thing of if you change your binary code, are you human? Can you have a patent put on you? Is it murder to kill you? Is it even genocide to kill lots of you? No, it's not. So that all becomes very, very interesting. And it's all kind of in, interlinked. It's all interlinked. So the, the end result of having those shots is what's happened that's been showed in the Lancet study. In that well, in the study that was removed from the Lancet. Now, whether it's a controlled study or whatever it is, it doesn't really matter, does it? It's anecdotal. We're all seeing the anecdotal evidence everywhere. Um, and, and actually, there is a control group because the rest of us didn't take the shot. And we're not dying like that. We're not getting sick. We're not, none of it. So it's right there in front of you. So I suppose um, the whole thing of putting it in the Lancet and removing it is the Lancet's a bought and paid for rag like the rest of their rags. Right, but Kate, in all honesty, this was something that, that you and I were talking about before the show, 
it seems that they do this kind of stuff. The NIH has been caught doing this. Uh, our friend Suzanne Hamner's in the chat. She's going to be on on Monday. We're going to talk about debunking the, the Facebook fact checkers that I made mention of the other day. And what they'll do is Suzanne had written an, an article about NIH and the 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 um, the the ties that 5G had in with the con bits. And as soon as we put that out, like within 24 hours, they pulled it. Now, this thing had been up for months on their website, but they pulled it. And I think that's what they do. They put it out there. It gives it some bit of legitimacy when they put it out there and then they pull it. And everybody's perception who doesn't know these kinds of things of who's funding it, why they're doing it, and all this other, they're going to say, oh, well, it must mean if they pulled it, that it was wrong information. Well, the obvious question is why did they put it up in the first place? And I think it's to kind of try to present the, um, uh, the facade that they're somehow debunking whatever that information is in there by pulling it. Yeah. I, I think it's just the devil um, because they have to show you, it's called a tacit agreement in law. They have to show you what they're doing because don't forget all our laws are based on God's law. All our laws in our judicial system are based on the laws in the Bible, all of them. So they, 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 you know, they have to show you. And if you don't object, then you're tacitly agreeing to it. So you're tacitly agreeing to die. They're telling you, they're showing you. They're showing you exactly. And they're confident as well now because um, a lot of people have taken these shots. Uh, the the um, surveillance system is all underway. If you, if you go on to biometric, Dot com. You can see all the contracts that are being bought and being facilitated everywhere for this uh, facial recognition, uh, putting chips in people. You've got the ring fencing of the vehicles. So when your vehicles go over a certain place, they won't work. There's your 15 minute cities getting ready right there. And, um, you know, even in in uh, Bologna in Italy and somewhere else in Italy, they're already trialing the whole um, 15 minute cities and whether you can get out. And they just announced in the UK, they're trialing the universal wage. You know, you'll all earn the same amount of money and you'll live in your 50 minute cities and you'll be quite happy. And, you know, you'll just wear your gray um, prison suits, you know, your mousy tongue uh, outfits, um, you know, and you'll be all in your one place with your bikes, King Jong-un style. Um, it's all, it's all there. And the Chinese communist party's owning everything. In fact, I was just reading they've bought up most of the um, farming land in America. You see, the problem is people have been asleep at the wheel. You can't, we can't blame any of this because we've allowed it. We've allowed it. We've allowed it because we wanted to sit in our comfort with Netflix and you know Amazon Prime and Sky TV. And we wanted to watch celebrities and we wanted a part of that and think that we were part of that because we had designer sunglasses on. And we've allowed it. So so now here we are, all our chickens have come home to roost at once. And now we're all under that nice glass firmament running around like ants in a bit of dust. What to do next? What to do next? And to make us run even faster and panic even more, they do things like this. They show you, they give you a glimpse. Here you are, look. Now take a look at what you can't stop. It's a bit like that. That's kind of where I'm at on it. But of course we can't, the, the battle's already been won. And uh you know, what are they going to be left with these people to get rid of all the ones that took the shot and everything else? They all get sick and they end up in this ha uh, healthcare system, which we know how that ends. Um, and then you can't buy food and you're on your universal credit and everything else. You're all eating what they tell you to eat, the insects and 
drinking the water that they give you, all the rest of it. But um, who are they going to be left with then? They're going to be left with us a lot. Well, it might not be me, but, you know, people like me, hopefully younger. They're going to be left with us a lot. Then what? Because they've been lied to as well. Um, because the kick, the 5G is the kicker. The 5G is the kicker that opens up the payload. And everything they've been spraying on you and putting in your food and it will make bacteria, virus, fungus, mold, um, whatever the word for viruses, exosomes, pr proliferate. And it's whether your body, your constitution is fit enough to get over it. That's yeah, what it that's a, well, that's another area, too, because the, the way you and I got in touch was your famous or infamous, however, however you want to see it uh video that you did was like 20 minutes on the radio where you called out 5g when when was that that was like early 2020 um, february, february 2020 yeah. and it's it saw me the the radio station were threatened uh, they were told to remove all four three and a half four years of my shows two of them are i believe dead now anyway two blokes two of the blokes that were one of them that was kind of threatening me wow really take, yeah he's dead now take that take take that video down. I went, no, I'm not taking it down. I'm not in a contract with you. I like, um, but it was, and then it went all over the world. It had millions of views and it was on the news and it was in the paper. And the only thing that I'd mentioned different on that show that I'd meant, because I'd mentioned so much over four years, I'd called out pharma. I'd done it all, vaccines, everything. It was when I mentioned the 5G and that it inhibits 60 gigahertz, not inhibits the binding of oxygen to your red blood cells, the hemoglobin portion, the protein portion of your red blood cells, it inhibits, it stops that binding of oxygen. And I think you've got about 17 seconds, uh, that or something like that, however long it takes for blood to go around your body. So very, very quickly, you're going to become incapacitated way before 17 seconds. If you remember when you travel on an aircraft, what do they say? If the oxygen masks drop down, Pull them towards you. It's the action of pulling which gets the oxygen to flow. Put your mask on first. Do not put someone else's on. Because within seconds, you start to become disorientated. Um, so you're going to be get, getting disorientated very, very quickly if you don't have oxygen binding to that hemoglobin. Now, they're not going to hit you with 60 gigahertz. They only need to hit you really low but constant with like 16 to 18 gigahertz to uh, make all these viruses, fungus, mold, bacteria proliferate and to make you chronically sick. Just another little caveat in this, and I will come and talk about this on the show. There's a thing um, that we get told to add into our petrol tank called, I think it's something blue. And uh, you add it to your petrol and it's supposed to make it cleaner and stop emissions. But it, it does do that with your engine, provided you belt your car at top speed for a period of time, then it will burn it off. But if you don't, because most people are driving through the towns and cities at 10 miles an hour and 20 miles an hour, which is the limit, um, it doesn't convert it and burn off the ammonia. The ammonia is getting kicked out into the environment, which causes heart attacks. And it also causes um, flu-like symptoms, all sorts. So I wonder how many people as well are going to be getting sick. Are they getting sick as that from that as well? You know, it's it's very interesting what they're doing. It's 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 um you know when they give you that little picture and it is a picture. It's just a computer generated picture of the coronavirus with all the little prongs. Well, that's what we're in a spiritual war here, and every prong of that is the attack. What they're coming with, and it's it's relentless. It's all the way around. 
Um, but yeah, the, the radio show. And then, of course, we, we moved on to when I said there's no such thing as viruses. They're just exosomes. They, they come out of the cell when you're toxic and they engulf the toxins and then they take them down to your immune cells. Um, and, and then it's got, it's left, leaves your body. And of course that last month of pregnancy, that very last month of pregnancy, when you're inside your mother's abdomen is when you make all your lymphocytes and they are the perfect key for every one of this bacteria that you're going to come into contact with. The human body is so phenomenal. So, um, all of these things, it's, it's interesting. Where does it come from? The whole thing about viruses don't exist. Well, this is my book that's from uh, Fudenberg, Basic Clinical Immunology, because um, I'm not a real nurse. I don't read things like this. Anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, all those nurses that are still injecting, right, you are, you keep your registers and that 30 pieces of silver because it ain't going to save you. Um, but um, he he states clearly, in, in one of his papers that um, if you have a flu shot, he did a 10 year study and his 10 year study, that's what we're talking about studies here, like the one in the Lancet, uh, that showed if you took a flu shot for at least five times, you had a 96% chance of getting dementia, Alzheimer's. And uh, so, so what is that? It's toxicity. So you're injecting these toxins in and then your exosomes have to come out to try and clean up, clean up shop. If you've got enough toxins in you, your body can't deal with it. It becomes overwhelmed. And then you'll have that cytokine response, that cytokine storm, which will kill, can kill patients. But again, this is what I'm saying, this adding of toxicity, and it's accumulative, and it causes brain inflammation, which is why, you know, uh, the incidence of brain degeneration is rapidly increasing. Well, I bet it is, because... You've not only got all the toxins from the shots, all the shots, you've then got all the toxins in the environment, plus the payload that they're spraying on you, and they are. And then what you do is you bring in your 2.45 to 5.8 gigahertz, which is all this technology. Uh, it's in your home. You've allowed it in, and it opens your blood-brain barrier, so all those toxins can just, you know, welcome, come on in, come on up. Um, but... That 2.45 to 5.8 gigahertz can do that. Well, you keep pulsing at a low low grade, people are going to get really sick. They're going to get chronic, chronic illnesses. And that's why my neighbor, they're just home. And I heard coughing and, I, and he shouts hello. And I said, is that you coughing? Honestly, it was like, uh, it was like uh, someone driving a pedal, a pedal bike through an ocean. That's how wet that cough sound. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, it does not sound healthy. But um, these people are, are starting to get all these chronic illnesses, and they're not getting better. They get one after another after another. And and I'm talking about all this all together because it is all together. This is what the Lancet's showing you. Um, you've had your first wave of deaths, and you're now going to start to see your second, third, and fourth waves as they are chronically sick chronically contaminated chronic illness and they're going to put on your death certificate the cause of death well that cause of death might be cancer um because of that is sv40 gene it might it might be cancer it might be an autoimmune disease and you're uh, certainly everybody dies of the same thing your heart stops um but they're going to put that but they're not going to put the mechanism 
of injury on your death certificate. Very rare. They're not going to write, well, the reason that, you know, Joe Bloggs has got this is because he took three COVID shots. They're not going to put the mechanism down. They're just going to put what you actually died of. And um, it, it's all there for people to see. It's all there. It's, it's right there to see. And it's just, uh, you know, the, the way it's always been there to see. So putting it in the lancet and then withdrawing it, and where all everyone's jumping up and down and beating the drum about it. But but it is almost hysterical, isn't it? Because who's looking at it? We all are in our little echo chamber to the right. What about all the people to the, right, the left? They don't know. They don't care. They don't have the capacity to care. They don't have the capacity to know. They're just bumbling along. Like, yay, COVID's ended. We're all going on our holidays. We're going to go and watch football. We're going to do everything else. And they just... It's just like this massive dichotomy. Uh, but what? just to say to him, and then I'll shut up, the, the nanobromelene, the uh, nanocytocystine, and the natokinase, I think it's a good thing to take that because it will do a mind sweep of your blood vessels, which is if you've got arthrosclerosis, which most of us have at this, at my age anyway, you know, if you've eaten a lot of sugar in your life, it's going to bind to your protein. You will have third up arteries. Everybody will. So it won't do you any harm to take the natokinase, the nanobromelene and the N-acetylcysteine. Um, but unfortunately, nobody quite knows because you are an experiment. This COVID shot, you can keep trying to offset the symptoms. But how are you going to switch that device off? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's take a look at a couple of these things from this this study, and and maybe you can comment on 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 a few of these items. This is just the the introduction here, the methods that they used. They talked about they initially identified 678 studies, and after screening for their inclusion criteria, that included 44 papers that contained 325 autopsy cases, and one necropsy uh, case. Three physicians independently reviewed all deaths and determined whether COVID-19, quote-unquote, vaccination was a direct cause or contributed significantly to death. Their findings, the most implicated organ system in COVID-19 vaccine-associated death was the cardiovascular system, 53%, followed by the hematological system, 17%, the respiratory system, 8%, and multiple organ systems, 7%. Three or more organ systems were affected in 21 cases. The mean time from vaccination to death was 14.3 days. Most mm -hmm. deaths occurred within a week from the last vaccination administration. A total of 240 deaths, 73.9%, that's right at 74%, were independently adjudicated as directly due to or significantly contributed to by the COVID shot. Mm -hmm. The interpretation that they give, the consistency seen among cases in this review with known COVID-19 vaccine adverse events, their mechanisms and related excess death, coupled with autopsy confirmation and physician-led death adjudication, suggest there is a high likelihood of a causal link between the COVID shot and death in most cases. Further urgent investigation is required for the purpose of clarifying our findings. Nevertheless, the fact is that's what they discovered. So, again, we go to, okay, why would the Lancet let this come in and then remove it 24 hours later? And I think, again, it goes back to 
it's that kind of thing that I've, that I've heard talked about. And I, I don't know the, the name that's associated with it, but it's kind of like you put somebody out there who's saying all the things that the, that is the truth. And then somehow they're, I don't want to say debunked, they're discredited about something else or whatever, or they're pushed off to the side as though, oh, you're a little loony and this, that, and the other. But they they get people following them thinking that this is a person telling the truth, and then they all of a sudden unload on them. That's what this smacks of to me. Mm. Well, and also, it's interesting, that's a study done of, of those that have died. Well, they're still dying so what about the ones that didn't die that, that had it a year and a half ago and are now sick? Like the woman I've just read, maybe, maybe you know, like her her brain, her subarachnoid hemorrhage, and she had three of them. Um, actually, another client of mine um, in, in her family, another patient of mine in her extended family, her two, her sister-in-law and her cousin, who were both in their 30s, ended up with myocarditis and then heart failure. And one of them had open heart surgery after their, I think it was the first and the second COVID shots. Um, uh, another of our relatives had a stroke. So there's lots and lots and lots that, you know, the, the, they've taken a particular size of cohort in that study, but it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's going to carry on because as I've just said to you, you can keep, um, trying to mitigate the symptoms but the point is uh, this this messenger rna goes in to your cell and into the ribosomes the protein making machinery component component and begins to make new proteins but these are spike proteins they don't switch off because normally your um when, when your body starts to do it naturally your enzymes will switch it off, get rid of it once it's done its job, once it's made in more proteins. Well, this doesn't because it's been hidden from your enzymes in these lipids that aren't lipids. They're inorganic. So your enzymes can't see it to switch it off. It's not being switched off. So if it's not degraded and it's doing what they want it to do, it's continually making more and more and more of these spike proteins that are then going all over your body, all over your entire body, so every time you have another shot, you're going to make antibodies. And they're making this messenger RNA technology. They're putting it into everything, everything. They're vaccinating all livestock with it. They're putting it into absolutely everything. Don't, um, don't panic there. And because don't forget, there is a reason why they have to inject you as opposed to feed it, feed it to you. When, when you, uh, I was going to read that out, actually, I've posted that on. When you inject somebody you're bypassing the your natural immunity, your innate immune system. Whereas if you eat it, you've got your stomach acid. If you breathe it in, you've got, you know, a whole myriad of, of things that will protect you as you breathe something in. That's why they have to inject it. So don't get too upset about, oh, they're injecting the livestock. Well, I believe, I this is my personal opinion, Injecting the livestock isn't then going to infect you if your health is good because you've got stomach acid, but it's likely going to inf it's going to affect the livestock. They're not going to be able to reproduce. They're going to get sick. They're going to die. So what does that do? That drops the food, the food chain, doesn't it? 
so, so that's what it's doing. Um, pestilence, famine, plague, it's all coming. <laughs> what a jolly Saturday we're having. Well, yeah, um, they, they, all go to, they all go together. And that's why, you know, we're, some people are making some mention of some passages of Scripture in the um, <laughs> splitting hairs. I, I don't, th th look, there's some, there's some problems with some theology where it wants to say, oh, well, the Old Testament is not as applicable or the New Testament and this this kind of thing. And we're talking about unity here. Um, one of the one of the problems is is drawing application uh, from the scriptures. And you and I have have done that on the show. I do it through the week. But one of the things is, is even when we properly interpret the scriptures, then we can apply them. For instance, nobody's going to say toss out Genesis chapter one. Right where God told them what to eat, what was their food, what was going to be their sustenance, what was going to be, what was going to, you know, keep them going and what he had provided for them. And yet they'll say, oh, the Old Testament's, you know, it's, it's not as applicable as the new. Well, the New Testament is definitely applicable. We've got a new covenant. There's no question about that. But Paul himself says all scripture. And at that time, what they understood was the Old Testament was scripture. And mm -hmm. so, what we can learn as we properly interpret even the Old Testament, we can draw direct application to things that we see today. I mean, we do it all the time. We talk about conspiracies. What do we do? We go back to Psalm 2. We go back into Jeremiah. We go back into all these places where conspiracies actually took place. And we point that out to people. Look, this is not anything new. That's an application. That's not saying what well, Jeremiah is talking about our day any more than me saying, you know, Matthew 24 is about our day, but I can draw application from it for sure. But Jesus was clearly talking to a first century audience. So when we talk about these kinds of things, these kinds of things of this, this three card Monty shell game, like what the Lancet has done, we've seen that before they come out and they, they'll, they'll praise, you know, God with their lips, but he says their hearts are far from me. Why? Cause they've been out here serving other gods and then they pop in, even the priests they'll pop in to serve me, you know, when they're supposed to, and they think I'm going to accept that. And I think there's a lot of people who continue, you know, they'll, they'll name Jesus or they'll talk about God, but then their hearts are far from him because they don't even know what his word says. Um, so with a lot of that, we could curb a lot of the, uh, the injury that comes through this sorcery, through the pharmacia, if the church would just speak the truth about what God says about our blood, which is in the Old Testament, by the way, and if we would look to what he says about our food, which is in the Old Testament, by the way, and what he says about you know life in general, a lot in the Old Testament, a lot in the New Testament. So if people could understand that, they would be discerning about a lot of the stuff that we've seen over the past, especially the past couple of years, for sure. Yeah, and I think you're saying about that. So, so this is just something I stuck up on Twitter. So, vaccines are injected, and science indicates that whatever is injected, because that bypasses your innate immune system, just like the new shots, they go in in into your deltoid muscle, but they don't stay there um, because you've got a blood supply that keeps that muscle alive. Otherwise, it would be necrotic and die. So if it gets into the blood, where does your blood go? It goes through your entire body every three minutes. Your blood goes to your liver every three minutes. So that blood's going to go everywhere. And it's going to go to your brain because they put another drug in vaccines and the COVID shots to make sure it opens that just in case you've not got Wi-Fi in your house. It's getting there. Um, so, so 
whatever is injected is far more potent than anything ingested. Ingested meaning you eat it. So injections like vaccines bypass the body's natural detox pathways. Your liver will will filter everything. And if it can't do its job anymore because you're so toxic, it'll package it toxins in fat as well to protect you, to keep those toxins out of your blood. So it means that more of the injected material in vaccines stays in the body and reaches vital organs and tissues via the bloodstream. And this causes both acute and chronic inflammation that leads to many of the health issues that are common today. And it ensures that you need to go to the hospital. Remember, they make you sick, keep you sick, treat you, kill you and dispose of you and you pay for it all. So if you look at um, what inflammation is, it, it's Latin, it's fire. You've got a fire going on in your body and your C-reactive protein is a, is a, is a marker for um, inflammation. Or even if you've got like a high platelet count, low erythrocyte sedimentation count, that's the time it takes for your blood cells to, to form little stacks. Um, they're indic indicative of inflammation. Now, anyone that's got painful joints, it's inflammation. Anyone that's got arthritis, colitis, Crohn's, diabetes, they're all inflammation. And any inflammation you get in your body is a precursor. It, it heightens the chance of you getting cancer. So by, by trying to mitigate some of this, how would you do that? Well, you'd eat a clean diet for a start. You wouldn't eat loads of sugar. You wouldn't eat all bad oils that push oxygen away from the cell. Because remember, it's once you push the oxygen away from the cell, you, set, you put a, a match under the twigs and you get that fire burning. That's why you should have good oils. Your cold pressed flax oil, you don't cook with that. But, um, you know, cold pressed organic olive oil, you can cook with ghee. Um, cooking at a much lower temperature, but for longer, is going to protect the oils. And also remember that the foods that you eat and how you cook them, um, like barbecuing, I know you all like it, but though it turns the outside of your vegetables into a plastic called an acrylamide, these things set up inflammation, they block your blood vessels. So, you know, you, you, you get that fire started and you will just keep pouring petrol on it with what you put down your necks you know what you eat and this is where we we can guard guard our heart with all due diligence guard our bodies put on your full armor of god um you know your your shoes in preparation of the gospel tim's just said it tells you in scripture exactly what you should eat what you shouldn't eat how to prepare your grains tells you in deuteronomy tells you in thessalonians what you shouldn't eat and why it tells you, well, Dr. John Mack told you why. Um, and it's interesting that everything you're not meant to eat, they put in vaccines. Um, you know, your breast, your breastplate of righteousness, your girdle of truth. We know the truth and, and the truth will set you free. Seek it. Um, your helmet of salvation, that's your hope and your faith. Um, and your, um, your, your shield. And then you've got, you know, your sword speaking it. And so it, it, you can do it all. But you've got you've got to be you've got to be on, on top of it all the time. I'm going to mention he might actually be listening. I came across a young man and um, I came across his Instagram account and he's oh, Tim, you'd really like this guy. He's a young single guy and he is so fit, physically fit. And he d he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He goes to bed early when he's when he's working the next day. He's not out there being promiscuous. I uh, probably kill me for saying that, but he's um, he's took this vow where you know even that he considers you know it, it's wrong for his body for a woman's body, 
and he is very careful about what he eats, what he does to his body. And that's so good to see because he's a walking, shining example of your body is your temple. And it is, it's the house of God. We're supposed to treat it good. And, and there's this young man standing there looking fit, healthy, perfect, clear head, um, thinking about what he eats, thinking about what he does and making the right choices, not just the right choices for food, but actually making the right life choices. Because everything you eat affects your brain as well. That's why they're giving you a lot of the garbage that they're giving you. You can go into like the Lancet. We're talking about the Lancet. They're, they publish all the studies on fluoride. They've published it all. They're telling you it's all there. And yet you drink it and you, you brush your teeth with it. It's, yeah, it's, it's all there. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. Uh, Kate, we, we got a call come in here and uh, I'm going to take this call and then, um, you, yeah, you put me on the spot. Sorry. We got, we got about, <laughs> a, we got about a minute here to take it. I can, I can hang on for a little bit, but uh, caller, are you there? Hey Tim, how are you doing today? Hi, how are you? I'm Ronnie. How are you? I'm good. I'm always good. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you are too. Okay. A minute, less than a minute. I'll keep it short. Okay. The reason they publish things in the Lancet and pull it quick, think tactically. It's so the fact checkers can debunk it. Sure. Um, chlorine dioxide. Amazing. Yep. Yeah, we take it. Nano silver. I'm sorry. Go we ahead. Take it. We take it. Chlorine dioxide. You don't share it. Yeah, love it. Love it. Love it. Yep. Uh, nano silver is really amazing. Yeah. Anyone who follows Mike Adams, the health ranger, he yeah. just did a prep video on chlorine dioxide tablets. I suggest everyone look it up. Yeah, the, the Western Price Foundation just wrote an article as well. Um, and, and the chlorine dioxide, we're, Tim and I are big fans of chlorine dioxide. And yeah. I, I just interviewed Kerry Rivera. I actually take my chlorine dioxide even with DMSO in it now. Yep. And guess what? I'm still alive. But don't you know don't take it with don't take it if you've got those aluminum or the mercury amalgam, fillings. Amalgam yeah. fillings. Don't you, put those things. To, don't take it with Yeah, that. amalgam fillings, but you can get those out. And the other thing as well is that I just started, I'm not telling anyone else to do it. Y'all idiots can go and do what you want. This is just what I do. Uh, and uh, you know what? We, we, Tim and I are just giving our information out as entertainment. If you're sick, always go and see your indoctrinated doctor. Always. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, we're, just, we're just entertaining ourselves, Tim and I, and you just happen to be here listening to us. Yeah. Um, but I also have started Kate, the- Kate, hang, hang on. Let's, let's close out the show here. Sean, I'll hold you over just a little bit. And Kate, I'll let you finish your thought here in a second. Bradley be with you guys at three for two hours today. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And then um, have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. Get with the people of God. Read the word of God. Praise the Lord together. Spur one another on to loving good works. And we'll see you on Monday, Lord willing, 6 a.m. We're going to have Suzanne Hamner with us. Talk to you then. All right. I want to welcome everybody coming over from the radio. And, um, you know, you were you were talking about, uh, Sean was talking about debunking. And I'll, I'll bring him back up after I let you finish, uh, Kate. But just mm -hmm. to let people know, Suzanne Hamner will be on with me Monday. And we're going to debunk one of these Facebook fact checkers who popped on my uh, Facebook page and said, oh, you know, it the 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 convids virus has the SARS-CoV-2 virus has been isolated 
And uh, then we got, I went over there to read it and I looked at it and I, I noticed a couple of problems with it right off. And I sent it to Suzanne. I said, what do you think about this? And she sends me like two emails full of stuff. And I said, let's bring this on the air so that we can show people what they're doing. Because most people know that when they get fact checked on a social media thing, they know instinctively something's wrong. They're trying to silence them, but they probably can't put their fingers specifically on it. So I want people to know Monday morning, Lord willing, Suzanne's going to join us and we're going to go through one of these. They don't even have an author on it. They just slam a bunch of stuff together and say, you must believe this because we are the authority. So you got to believe us here. But Kate, do you want to finish your thought there? And then we'll, we'll let Sean ask yeah, another question or statement, great. whatever he's going to do. Yeah. So I, I, started doing this borax an eighth of a teaspoon there's there's pages on it on on facebook as well but you know i'm not telling anyone else to do it i'm just telling you what i do so i took the borax and it's an eighth of a teaspoon in water throughout the day and um i had rigolitis yesterday you know where you keep wriggling about because all your joints hurt and um but but i i i was aware that my knee that normally hurts didn't hurt quite as much and this is what this patient of mine had told me that she'd got this hip pain and she started taking the borax. They told her she'd got arthritis and then now the hip pain's completely gone. And I must find it because I was reading about, I must find where I've read it. I read so much where the that pain that we call arthritis, that fire, that inflammation in the joint is, is caused by the toxins given off by the bacteria. And, and that's why when you, when you get to that, get to that, it, it sorts its it, everything get to the underlying cause then it will all go um but yeah you know interrupting a call of sorry um but yeah colloidal silver we we i like that and also colloidal gold i've got into looking at colloidal gold dmso um these are all things you should have in your cabinets at home you should always always have chlorine dioxide you should always have iodine um you should always have a nebulizer these are very simple things that could be the difference. But if you go to your, um, if you choose to go to your indoctrinated uh, doctor, which you all should, because they are to be idolized. Uh, you know, they are heroes um, <laughs> that, that do dance routines during pandemics. But that is are, tongue in cheek. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but if, if you go there and, and it's a different system in America, but don't worry, that system's coming here where your insurance will not pay for you to go and do the treatment you want to do, it will only pay for that. Like when I had cancer and I've got private health care, they wouldn't, I said, well, I'm not doing chemo. I've decided to, so even though it was going to save them about hundred K, they wouldn't pay for my supplements to do a natural thing. We're quite happy to take my money every month, but uh, they're just going to give you a drug, a pharmaceutical drug, which will have an LD level on it, a lethal dose level on it. There's no drug on the market with an LD zero. So they all are dangerous anyway, but we're not saying don't take them. Um, they're not going to try and get rid of whatever you've got. It's just going to treat the underlying symptom. Sorry, it's just going to treat the symptom. And I've had people come back and argue with me and say, yeah, but look at antibiotics. They're getting rid of your infection. Well, if you got to the root cause in the first place, you wouldn't get as many infections and need the antibiotics. Your body would take care of it. And I went on a training course for these intra intravenous and it was interesting, the conversation I did have with the doctor, we were talking about infections from doing the procedure where you're, you know, you're gaining venous access, you know, a needle into the vein. And he said, you know, I said, I've never had a patient have an infection ever 
from what I've done in, in the nearly uh, going on for two decades, I've worked for myself, never had an infection. And we both agreed that's because it's not really what you're doing. It's the constitution of the patient. It's it's their it's their immunity. It's what's going on in their body. So that takes me back just to finish. If you're eating sugar, every single molecule of sugar that you eat is going to not only use up 56 molecules of magnesium, it's going to start sucking up lots of other things as well and start affecting your amino acids. So there you have it. You know, you can go a long way to helping yourself by having some of the things that the callers said. But also don't just think you can go and eat a Big Mac and one of their, you know, embryo filled milkshakes and all the sugar in the world and just having chlorine dioxide is going to fix it. No, that might sort the symptoms and give you immediate relief. But the underlying reason that you're getting sick is, is your constitution and you need to guard that with all due diligence. Amen. Amen. Uh, Sean, you got anything, a uh, last word to say here? Yes. Um, along with what Kate was saying, uh, bacteria and fungal is the biggest cause of health issues. Yeah. Also heavy metals. So yeah. if everybody would just diet is key, diet is key. And every, I don't know, Four to six months, you should be doing a parasite cleanse, a fungal cleanse. Um, make sure you load good pre and probiotics. Uh, everybody should be taking a triiodine, unbound. The triiodine I get is extracted from deep earth Himalayan pink sea salt. So it is unbound and highly absorbable by the body. Right? Mm. Um and the nano silver is huge. Nano silver is massive. So is chlorine dioxide. Now, Mike Adams, I, to anyone who doesn't know who he is, the he is brain. the man who blew the whistle on biosludge back in 2014. He was one of the first people removed from the internet. He just did a prep video and gave source material on a company that makes chlorine dioxide tablets. You drop them in water, you get a five-gallon bucket of chlorine dioxide. Yep, I, I make, I, so I make my own as well. We make and our I, own. <laughs> yeah, I bought the big bag of the sodium, uh, sodium chloride and then the um, the acid. that Citric acid. Yeah, that, and, and, and water it down, and then I bottle it up, and the bottles are fairly expensive, and then I give them out to you know family and friends or people that, that need the stuff or at least want to try it. Um, you know, yeah. and, and I've seen, you know, I've had some people say, I can't take it because I get too sick. And I just tell them, I said, just, or it makes me sick on my stomach. I, I'm like, well, just back it off. Don't take such a strong dose, but that stuff really does yeah. work. If people will maintain it. The thing to me, Sean, is when those pe those same people will go mm -hmm. to their, their white coat priest, you know, and they'll pay him lots <laughs> of money, right? That's what he is. Yeah. They'll pay him lots of money. Oh, yeah. And they'll take his stuff as long as they need to, even if it makes them feel bad. They'll keep taking it because that guy, that guy spent a lot of money and he's got a sheepskin on his wall and says, I'm a doctor. I know what I'm talking about. This redneck out here in South Carolina, this nurse over here, they don't know what they're talking about. I know what I'm talking about. You need to take these pills here. And uh, then they get their kickbacks and they get their, 
their cruises and their vacations and everything else that, that, you know, they get for pimping drugs and real drugs. And again, people need to understand drugs. Yeah. yeah, It goes back to the doctors worshiping the root of all evil. Yep. Right. Money, money. That's right. Yeah. Well, like they, they they go after the wrong things. They go in the medical field to help people and then they get corrupted. Yep. Yep. You know, or they're they're just psychopaths going in. Yep, that's exactly right. Sean, thank you well, for the they, call, man. They also, they also like, um, you know, there, there, was a, there was a meeting, I believe it was in New Zealand years ago. Well, well in, the last, in the last decade it was there. And they realized that doctors were coming into the profession, not because they wanted to save people, they wanted to harm people. And I don't mean they wanted to physically go in, you know, with a sledgehammer and deliberately harm. They weren't interested in that as a vocation in getting that person upright and back to work because they were a valuable member of the community. They wanted to practice their craft. They wanted to apply drugs. They wanted to do you know, invasive surgical procedures on them. They just wanted to practice that. And that's where um, that medical system has become an industry where you would live in your communities and you would have a very small college hospital, cottage hospital. And everybody would know the doctor. His children would go to school with your children. Everybody would know the nurses. Um, All of their children would be interspersed. They would be members of the church. And if you were sick, like maybe you were the carpenter or the the plumber, it was important to get you back on your feet and into that community because you were part of the infrastructure of that community. Well, that's all gone now. Um, You're just a barcode on a wrist bracelet because it, it... it doesn't matter what way you look at it. Your body is the commodity. So they're not interested about your health or your family or anything. They're just interested in squeezing every dollar out of you before you leave this earthly plane. And and uh, it, by talking about chlorine dioxide, like your caller has, and you're talking about what you use, Tim, and, and everybody knows what I use. Well, we're all kind of different then, aren't we? Because we're taking responsibility for our health and that of our families, where the people that we're talking about who uh, believe everything that their doctor says and they think that the government are their mommy and daddy and love them, we we need to pray for them because they're either A, deluded or, you know, and ignorant, or B, uh, they don't want to take responsibility for their own health. They want to be governed. They want a doctor to fix them. And then if it, it doesn't work, it, you know, it's it's not their fault. You know, they're quite happy people. People will roll over and die because their doctor said they're going to. You've got three months to live. You've got six months to live. And they'll just roll over and accept it and do it and die virtually to the day. Studies show yep. that. Yep. So they're prepared to for somebody to tell them their end. And they just, they just do it. They just do it. it. It's For me, it's like... And I say, don't you want? Don't you want to do something? Don't you want to try? Don't you want to? Uh, and I, I interviewed a wonderful, wonderful woman um, from America. I, I need to get a hold of her and try and interview again. She had tumors in her ribs, in her sternum, in her scapulas, in her clavicle. This is your skeleton, folks. Where she'd had breast tumors, she had so many tumors. She was riddled with it. She went down to Mexico and she went on and she did so much treatment. I think it was seven years later, she got married, cancer free, beautiful. And she wrote book, I wrote a book on uh, her life and how, why she got there. 
Um, you know, she'd had a very abusive marriage, but there's somebody who 100% took control of their health and didn't accept, we just keep having this chemo, keep having this radiotherapy. She'd had masses of radiotherapy. Uh, oh, sorry, we can't do anything now, you're going to die. And she was so unwell and she didn't die. And she's still alive now, about nine, 10 years on. Incredible. One of the things that, you know, I just want to remind the audience of, you know, when you go into the scripture, uh, because a lot of the the claims that we're hearing now is, oh, well, this is real science. This is science. This is science. And of course, this this relates to the study that we had with the Lancet that they put out and then pulled. But the scripture warns about pseudoscience, too. It warns about that, too. For instance, here's First Timothy chapter six. And here's what he says here. He says, oh, Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust. Avoid profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Now, the other place that you find science, at least in the King James Version, is in the book of Daniel. And we know that God blessed Daniel and he blessed his friends who were taken off into captivity in Babylon. And this is what we read in Daniel chapter 1, verse 4. Children in whom was found was no blemish, but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science, and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and tongue of the Chaldeans. Now, that's really interesting, Kate, because what's, what's distinguished there is he's saying they pulled these guys who had all of this stuff this knowledge, this understanding of science, this wisdom, they're skilled, they're without blemish. They pulled them from the captives, the Jewish captives that they brought in. And what they wanted to do was they wanted to corrupt them. They wanted to teach them the learnings and the tongues of the Chaldeans. So they wanted to make them, they wanted to take away the old. And isn't that what tyrants do anyway? We see that all the time. They tear down the history. They tear down the language. They tear down the norms. And they recreate it in their own diabolical image. And that's exactly what they wanted to do to Daniel and his friends. And we read in that passage that they wouldn't even, they didn't even want to drink their wine or eat the king's meat. And that's how serious they were about things. And, uh, you know, we had Charlie Stewart on from God Send Us Men. He was talking about being in prison or being thrown in jail because of the books on his website. That's what the police officer told him. That's why he arrested him. The books on his website. And um, and they were all about fulfilled Bible prophecy. And he said, I went in there and I determined I was going to be like Daniel. I wasn't going to eat things that they had, kind of like what you were when you spent a night in jail uh, in your arrest. And he says, yeah. I'm not going to do that. He fasted. I think he said it was 42 days and it scared the guard so much because he lost. I, I want to say he lost about 30 or 40 pounds and it really scared them that he was going to die and they ended up releasing him. But but people need to understand that, that there is, there's a real science and that is looking at the creation, studying the creation, seeing the wonderful works of God, and then actually being able to replicate things. If you can't replicate, if it just happens once here and there or whatever, and you're, and you're, and you're, um, and you're honest about things, then that's not, that's not real science. That's, that's an anomaly. But if you can replicate things, if you can demonstrate it over and over and over, that follows what real science is. And unfortunately, today, the science has manipulated, obviously, what we talked about here with the Lancet, those funding it, uh, the money manipulates it, 
uh, peer pressure, the peer reviews, other things affect the so-called science. And so, you know, you kind of wonder, how do you draw your conclusions? Well, you need to have the discernment of the scriptures first. You need to have that in place. And then you need to be able to, to critically think through what you're reading there. Yep. And, and like you see, you know, when anyone, we, when, it's a joke when we see fact checker, fact checker, everybody, if someone said this has been fact checked, what's the first thing people want to do? They want to read it. So they press to have it, to, to look at it. It's almost it had a bit of a reversal now when we see fact checker, fact checker. As soon as you, that's it, you think, yeah, I want to see that. But, you know, Tim, it, it's, it takes us back. It doesn't matter how many people print the studies. I mean, what are we now? Three and a half years on, three and a half years on. So we've seen all these false idols come through. Oh, this one's going to save us now. Thank goodness we've got a politician talking about it. Oh, we've got doctors coming out of the woodwork now saying this is dangerous. Oh, we've got lawyers coming out. Oh, we've got we've got celebrities coming out. And oh, this is the next one to follow, the next one to follow, the next one to follow. I don't know if you've noticed, folks, it doesn't matter who they wheel out on stage. The show's going on. It's continuing. They're not lightening up. They're not stopping. They're biometric.com, like I say, they're doing all the facial recognition. I mean, they've just, they, there was an article in the newspaper saying there's a killer virus in Europe and it's heading for the UK. I wonder what airline it's coming on. Maybe it's getting the ferry because it's cheaper. Um, but they're not going to stop. It's relentless. They're going to keep on and on and on. And this agenda is just going to keep on. And, and it's, it's really about how much discernment you've got and just saying, you know what, I'm not listening to all this garbage. I'm just going to carry on over here. And like your caller said, get my chlorine dioxide, carry on growing my food. You can inject whatever you like into whatever you like. I'm not eating it anyway. And um, it's like the whole climate thing as well. You know, we, we had Sadiq Khan and Prince Charles hitting a button to tell us, you know, the end is nigh. We're all going to die. The planet's warming up. It's spinning through space with all these asteroids coming in every direction. Uh, you can either listen to all that and believe that, you know, once we did land on the moon, but they lost all the documents, we can't do it anymore. Uh, or you can just get on with life basically in a nutshell. Well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Kate, um, let's close out the show here. What would be a final word you'd say to people about this, um, this Lancet study and uh, maybe a word of exhortation with that. And we'll leave that with you. Well, I think everybody has a duty to, to get this and just show it to their GP and their nurses, just show them, just show them and uh, let them read it. Let it sink in. Um, you can print it off. You can print it off at your post office. Show it to any of your nurses because they're still injecting. They're still injecting this rat poison. Um, and, I, and I think um, you, you've done your part. You just got to, people are getting really frustrated. Um, you know, they're not listening. You just have to tell them. It's not for you to make them listen. That's their journey. That's their life. That's their, that's their time with God. You just got to tell them. And then you've done everything you can. Um, to, they're adults, but for the children, you've got to do, you've got to, you know, got to take full responsibility there. We didn't even talk, did we, Tim, about the drugs and the breastfeeding blokes and the fact that they're trying to stop yeah. our father. I want to, I want to bring that up. Will you go ahead and I, I, I forgot all about that. Will you bring that up because I've got a short video I want to show people. Go ahead and bring oh, okay. tie no, that in a, with what we're talking there's about. A, uh, there's a man. There's a man. And he wants to breastfeed. He wants to, no, he doesn't say he wants to breastfeed. 
this is another guy. He said he wants to lactate. So he wants, and actually, you know, some tumors can cause lactation, but he wants to lactate out of his man boobs. And for what purpose, I don't know, because he's got, he's got a GoFundMe page to buy another breast pump because he needs two oh, breast pumps. I know. And so he's saying he's got this, I, I put it on Twitter. Uh, I, I used a breast pump. I used to breastfeed off one and breast pump off the other and then put it in the freezer um, for when I went to work. But he wants a breast pump. He's got a GoFundMe page. Um, and he said that this drug is very dangerous that his doctor's going to give him, but he's only going to take it for two weeks. Um, so one would have to say, well, what the hell is in that milk? If it is milk, yeah. is it? it's not milk. There's no baby there. Oh, they, there was a weird video of... of... That, that's a point. I hadn't even thought about it. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. It's the growing baby and the chemicals that are released when you're pregnant, which stimulates your pituitary yeah. to make ostrumin and milk. So what on God's earth is that going to be that's coming out of those man breasts with the guy that's taking the drugs and for what? What does he need a couple of breast pumps for? I, yeah, What's well, I, I think I think I know, but I got a, I got another video today that I saw this morning. I was going through our Telegram channel, uh, which people can subscribe to if you want to. Um, but there was a video of a lady talking about, uh, yeah, men can can actually feed babies if they have certain gland and if they have enough breast tissue and all this. And I'm sitting I'm sitting there thinking the same thing. Okay. What's coming out there? And I don't think that's what it's about at all. This is a video. You guys probably remember the swimmer, uh, Riley Gaines. She was attacked because she was the girl who was up against the boy who claimed he was a girl and beat her in the swimming and the other girls and all that. Yay for him. I don't know what kind of accomplishment that is. Uh, but she called that out. She got attacked by the transdelusional transgressors. And then she's got this guy. And I'm going to tell you, if you haven't seen this, it shouldn't shock you, but she draws the parallel to child abuse with these men acting like they're women trying to breastfeed babies. Here she is. Take a listen to this. Okay. For the longest time, I refrained from posting on TikTok. Um, I'm the swimmer who competed against Leah Thomas, who has been outspoken on why men should not be competing in women's sports or changing in our locker rooms. But after what I saw today on Twitter... I will be blasting my opinions and my views on all of my social media platforms because this is sick. And I think a true testament of where, as Americans, we are today. Okay, so I came across this picture yesterday on Twitter, which is very clearly a man who is claiming the identity of a woman and breastfeeding a child. After seeing that picture, I very quickly took to my Twitter to call that what it is, which is sexual abuse of a child. But I didn't realize to what degree until I saw this. In the following photos, you will see the same man who was breastfeeding the child actively using nipple clamps to fulfill his sexual fetish. Here is another one. And here is another one. And here is the Instagram caption from the same man on his Instagram profile where he wanted to check on how hard you can tug on the nipple clamps. So I guess what I'm wondering is how can any sane human being see this man posing with this child, obviously sucking on his nipple, 
Now, seeing what he engages in privately and not see this baby as an erotic prop for this man with a sick fetish, it is sexual abuse of a child, bottom line. And all of this to say that in America, we are normalizing pedophilia. Um, let me repeat that. We are normalizing pedophilia. And we're normalizing this behavior in the guise of human rights. But sexual abuse is not a human right for anyone. I hate to even be spreading this message, but I think people need to see it. Um, it's up to us to stand up against evil, which is exactly what this is. This is a battle of moral versus evil. The smirk on this man's face says it all. Yeah. You know, Kate, one of the things is, is that she's talking about normalizing a pedophilia and probably a lot of people, if they just saw the one thing, they wouldn't put two and two together. And boy, the devil's a crafty little, uh, I mean, he's crafty. Uh, to take what she said, to use human rights to allow for sexual abuse. And one of the things, you know, I just got through posting it this morning was they let uh, this chick, you guys probably remember it a couple of years ago when this NXIVM sex cult was out. That was tied to Hillary Clinton and or the Clintons and then uh, several of these people who are heiresses of, you know, big money and all this other and they they caught this this little girl Allison Mack and she's a woman she's not a little girl but she looks like a little girl she's little uh, Allison Mack who was a Smallville actress uh, she was found guilty I think she was supposed to spend three years in jail three years in jail because she was the um, slave master in the sex cult she's been released early on good behavior. What does that communicate to those who will engage? And she wasn't just with other adults. She was, uh, we have a recording where she uh, had went and approached a young underage girl trying to get her to go in. What do you think we're promoting when we don't bring justice against? And again, justice is not a prison cell. Justice in these matters, these are capital crimes, guys. It's serious business. Those who came before us put these people six feet under when they were found guilty of these kinds of crimes. They didn't put them in a prison cell. They didn't try to rehabilitate them. They might have preached the gospel to them before they executed them. But they, they were serious about following what God had said, keeping his commands, his statutes, and his judgments. And that, I'm telling you right now, there are many who call themselves Christians. They want nothing to do with God's commands. They want nothing to do with the statutes. And they certainly don't want anything to do with his judgments. And why? It's because many times they're guilty of the same things that this young lady was engaged in along with the other people. So what do you make out of that video that, that Riley had there? It's disgusting. Yeah, it really is. It's just weird. And, and are they actually feeding these children? Anyone who's breastfed a child will tell you that, you know, when you're waiting for your milk to come forward, the baby gets really agitated whilst they're sucking like mad. And then you have your letdown reflex when your milk suddenly like comes forward and sometimes it squirts everywhere. But, you know, are they actually making proper milk for that child? No, because every day that you breastfeed, your milk is different. Your baby marathon feeds in the evenings. Um, if you might remember that, Tim, I'm sure with 10 kids that you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tea time the baby keeps feeding every 20 minutes and you think i just fed it already oh, yeah. it's constant that's because it's a negative feedback mechanism mechanism and it tells your pituitary 
how much milk and, and what milk you need for the next day because your baby's growing so your milk changes every day and if you look at your milk in the morning it's thick and creamy if you look at your milk at the end of the day in the evening it's watery and almost a blue tinge what the heck is that man doing so is he actually feeding the child that would be the question i would have to ask yeah, is he, or is he just having that sucking feeling on his chest? These people, this is a mental illness. Yep, of course it is. Illness. Romans I'm, 1, God's uh, turned them over to a reprobate mind. There's yeah, no question. It's, it's, it's tiring watching it, listening to it, and having all these people go, no, let's all, you know, let's all welcome them into the midst. No, let's not. That's a baby sucking on a bloke's nipple. It's not normal. And and I ah oh, you know the 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 world's gone well the people have gone mad that it's all just mental you can have two genders that's it you can tell me till the cows come home you can identify as a butterfly whatever you want to identify as I don't believe it I don't have to believe it it's not illegal yet for me not to believe your garbage two genders a man or a woman that's it and when you start going oh this one's got an X X Y chromosome you're still talking about one of those genders will be dominant it will that person will look female or look male oh so all of this and these vicars while i'm at it oh we're going to drop the father from the lord's prayer our father and these are the all the same ones are inviting all this everything into the into church marriages between a man and a woman and god you can have an agreement if you want you can do what you like but stop trying to hijack what is real God's God's world. Stop just. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, see, hey. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend I'm the stem and I'm really a peach. I know none of you believe that, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm That's identifying true. today as a black man. <laughs> it's I, know I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Today I'm, I'm no, today I'm identifying as a black cat. Yeah. Well, you know, Kate, I, I'm sure that, that what you just said and what I said is going to tick off our friend who his feelings were hurt because we were just telling the truth about sodomites and lesbians but, and but, trans you know, and not, all this other. We're not going to, but they can say what they want. Yeah, they can, they can say I what they want. want. doesn't make it true and doesn't mean that we yeah, have to buy not, into their delusions. And if they want to go and do what they want to do, they're free. But, but don't ask us all to to welcome it. Oh, they're not asking. They're demanding. And this is why, see, see, this is why when you depart from God's commands, his statutes and his judgments, the enemies are going to come in. They've got their gods. This is what Josh was talking about when there's, you know, new gods within the gates, new lawgivers. That's what it is. There's, there's going to be war within the gates. So here's the thing. And, and I, I don't know any other way to say it. Okay. I'm not calling for murder. I'm not calling for people to go out and be vigil. And I'm not calling for any of that. I'm calling for real justice here. And the, the reality is, if you don't deal with these people, if they won't repent and they're going to keep on with it, they're going to keep attacking adults. They're going to definitely be targeting your children and stuff. And if you don't bring them to their end and bring them before the judge, their aim is to bring you to death. That's what their aim is. And I'm talking about to murder you. That is their end aim. And if you don't believe it, go listen to the Homosexual Manifesto by Michael Swift. I mean, they're basically telling you they're going to bring you to homosexual courts. What is the end result of that going to be? Well, they won't have no problem putting you to death. 
But the Christian community has been so effeminized, they, 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 they've had their spiritual testosterone, if you will, taken from them, that they won't stand up and say, wait a minute, you're doing things that are worthy of death. And they're not calling on those they have placed to serve them in this country to execute God's commands, his statutes, and his judgments. No, they want to reverse that. And this is why we pointed out, like with Donald Trump, wanting to decriminalize sodomy around the world. It's not his business. He's to uphold the law, not to tear it down. And yet, this is where we go. Anyway, we got off topic there a little bit from the Lancet. Well, I, but I just may not see my eyes just go big. Yeah, I, I was just quickly typing homosexual manifesto, and then I just pulled it up, and I oh, it's disgusting. And this was in the congressional record years ago. They put it in the congressional record. Um, we played it on the reprinted. Yeah, the, uh, from the congressional record of the United States Congress, first yep. printed in the community. We shall sodomize your sons, emblems of your feeble masculinity, yep. of your shallow dreams and vulgar lies. I'd like to see that if you try and come and do that for my sons, because yep. uh, I don't think I'm on my own on that one. You know, I've kind of done my part here. Just try it. Bring it on. Let's see. Let's see. And I, there's a lot of rumblings out there. Now. Did you hear all that where they were marching in that pride walk going, we're coming for your children? Oh, yeah. We're we did a show on that, too. And I played, I played the homosexual manifesto because uh, Bradley's done a, a short video where he reads that and he points out exactly what they're doing because they tried to say, oh, that was satire. That was satire you're reading. But that, that is the mindset of the reprobate. And Mr. Wordsworth is exactly right. He, he's like, you know, you can't have a rational, logical conversation with a reprobate. When they've gone so far that they're believing that kind of stuff right there, there's only one end for a person like that. There's mm. only one end for it. When a person crosses that line and they start messing with little kids, uh, there's only one end for a person like that. And and you can call me mean and a hater and a bigot all you want to, but I'm telling you, that's what the creator said. That's his command. That's his statute. That's his judgment. It's not mine because I'll tell you what. As as a as a person who sinned greatly, I, I mean sinned greatly. You know, I I would want to protect myself. I would want to protect you know other people from such judgments in the flesh. That's what I would want to do. But when you see what God has laid out, and He's laid it out as a mercy to the people to deal with the reprobates and those who violate His law. When you see that that's laid out as a benefit to the people, I don't know how you justify not doing it. I really don't. But again, let me be clear. I don't want D.C. doing it. I don't want the state of South Carolina doing it because they've shown themselves to be corrupt. I've said you get it right down in the community where those people live uh, to to unless they're going to confess it. And many of them are like what you said, out there walking the streets uh, engaging in the violation of the law that's already on the books and the thin blue line will do nothing about it. They don't enforce the law against those criminals. They let them do that. In fact, they turn it on their head. And like we saw the guy in Pennsylvania, he just stood across the street and read the scriptures to them. And three of these little thin blue line thugs come over and arrest him for what? Reading the scriptures, reading the scriptures while they allow 
the sodomites to gather and parade their violations of law in the street. They're, they're not being your friends if they're not enforcing the law. And I don't know of any, maybe there's some, but I don't know of any police department. Maybe somebody can write me or call me and correct me. I don't know any of them who are enforcing sodomy laws. I don't know of any of them. And because the law is not being enforced, because justice is not being brought, these people are being emboldened. Kate, take time to tell people where they can find out more about you, your your Twitter handle, and uh, also your radio shows and things. You're not that going that. to be able to find me because after reading this, I was just reading. I'm going deep, deep, deep. <laughs> I bet you post that, aren't you? I'm serious cleansing my mind. I'm on TNT Radio tomorrow at 12 midday. That's 11 a.m. GMT. And we're kicking off because it's medical crimes in tyrannical times. So I'm going to be covering a little bit of what we've done today. But I'm going to be starting on uh, different you know, things of, of how you can help yourself. I'm going to do the whole history of B17 tomorrow. Um, I'm on Unity News Network on a Wednesday night at 7 p.m. GMT. Uh, I do Awake the Nation on a Thursday at 6 p.m. British summertime, 5 p.m. GMT. That's an American one. And I do um, I do this one, as you know. I'm on, on Telegram, British Nursing Alliance. And um, for everybody, all the patients that contacted me, thank you so much. And please bear with, I am one person because my emails, if I thought they were bad before, they just exploded. And people are sick, they can't get help. So please, um, I, I am getting through them. I'm getting through them and I'll get back to you and set up consults and write programs and uh, hopefully minister you all back to health and then you can go minister everybody else. Amen. Amen. Kate, we appreciate you as always. Thank you for taking time for us each week and uh, preparing and coming in. I mean, I, I can speak for a lot of people. Uh, we appreciate the information you give and I know you've helped a lot of people. So we thank you very much. Guys, have a great weekend. <clears throat> Excuse me. Have a great weekend. Get with the people of God. Again, I know a lot of people don't have a place you can go where a man's going to teach you the word of God. Just get together and at least read it. Just read it. You don't need to explain things unless you want to talk about that. But then if you're going to talk about it, don't say, well, this passage means to me this. No, look to the text, see who it's written to, see who it's written by, see the purpose for for the writing of the text. Keep it in context, because if you take it out of context, what you do is you create a pretext for some false doctrine. And there's a lot of guys who've got a lot of that stuff. You've got to stay in the context. You've got to stay in the context. Read it. Pray together. Open up your home. Be hospitable. Again, provide a meal for somebody. Do, you know, spur one another on to love and good works. That's what we're supposed to be about. Again, this isn't about building some you know, church building or an organization. No, this is what the body of Christ is supposed to be doing. That's what they're supposed to be doing. So I encourage you to do that. And then Lord willing, we're going to have Suzanne Hamner back on 6 a.m. on Monday. And uh, we're going to be debunking the Facebook fact checker, self-appointed, bought and paid for just like the Lancet. We're going to be doing that on Monday. Lord willing, talk to you then. See you.